Uh, hey everyone, uh, this is Christian. Um, Franklin. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you guys back here on our podcast again. Um, before we begin today's topic or even start discussing about anything, we would like to pray for you guys. Frank, do you want to give us an opening prayer? All right. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for this wonderful time in your presence. We ask that as we, you know, speak and hopefully teach your people that would, that would listen, we ask that you give us understanding Amen. and knowledge. We're not speaking from our own understanding. We're not trying to be the wisest people. We're just trying to share what we believe you've taught us and explain to us. Father, we pray that whatever pride, whatever ego that will be speaking, we put it aside and we pray that you will speak through us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, uh, today's topic is going to be quite an interesting one. Uh, well, mm. well uh, it's actually a very, very, would I say, controv- kind of controversial. I don't know if, if, if controversial is the word, but, well, it's a very debated topic in the Christian community, uh, which is speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure if you're a Christian, you must, you must surely have heard that, um, that phrase before, speaking in tongues. And, you know, um, how there's been a debate over it. Um, some people have never debated over it. Others have. And, um, well, we want to talk about it because it's, it's, it's actually a very important topic due to the fact that um, there are two extremes yeah. on this topic. And as Christians, it's our duty to find balance between, you know, um, the extremes. Is is it's our duty to find balance and not be, you know, to one side or the other side. To basically stay to the truth, to s- stick to what the Bible says, not to add or to remove. Um, because it's God's word that, you know, directs us and helps us know how to re- live the right way with God. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, just to put this out there, I speak in tongues and he doesn't. True, 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 true. So Very true. this is not... A one-sided thing. Yeah, it is it's totally not, totally not a one-sided thing. Really I don't speak in tongues. Thing. Frank speaks in tongues. So, just to be clear as possible, we are not mm. against tongues. Yeah. Neither are we saying no one should speak in tongues. So because Franklin does, and I also I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't speak in tongues. So yeah, um, we're not against tongues, but we would like to point out certain things that. Um, a lot of people are teaching and preaching about tongues that aren't biblical whatsoever. Or, uh, kind, I won't say they are biblical, but misinterpreted uh, is the right word. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I, if it's I, not biblical, then it's, then yeah, it's yeah, not then biblical. Not biblical. <laughs> well, then yeah. when you kind of like take like verses out of context, like this popular kind yeah. of thing. Then you're misinterpreting those verses. Yeah. So it's so. still not biblical. It's not following the biblical narrative. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the So, um, for starters, I think we, we should first talk about the different views on this topic first, mm. which is, um, there are the, there are, first, there are people who don't want to speak in tongues. Like, they don't believe in tongues and anything like that. They don't even believe in any um, spiritual gift whatsoever. Mm. Then there are those who actually believe in 
spiritual gifts and who believe that speaking in tongues is a thing, but they um, they don't desire it. You get mm. like they don't desire it or want it. Then mm-hmm. there are those who don't have it but desire it, mm. or at least they don't have it yet. Yeah, or either they don't have it whatsoever or. Mm. They don't have it yet. Mm. One of those two. But they never okay. had it. It's possible that there are Christians out there who basically their whole lives and they never got the gift. And they died. Basically. Okay. Okay. Can you list the hmm? categories again? I think... I no, no. I'm actually not done. I'm okay. still, okay. I'm still okay. going forward. Then there are those who have the gift mm. and who actually never desired the gift. Mm. I've actually seen someone like that before who never mm. actually... Like, prayed for the gift or mm. like desire to have the gift but he did receive the gift so i think we should um like break down the word desire mm. so uh so people don't think that when you don't desire the gift means you don't want it right mm. so it, it's just to like make sure oh. we're, we're on track okay, okay. You get, you get well so, well basically desire to desire something is like is well it's literally not to like want it. You don't hate it, but you don't want it either. Yeah, so I think it should be not requested for. For example, I, I, I don't think I, if I use the word desire, spiritual gifts, but in my own head, it sounded like I never wanted spiritual gifts. Like I deliberately didn't want it. So when, so for me, and I believe that like there are people out there that we think the word, when we use the word desire, means you don't want it consciously. So I never actually prayed for the gift of speaking in tongues, right? So it's not like I never desired it, if we're using that word. I'm using it in context of what the Bible says about desiring Okay, okay, dope, dope. Yeah, I'm using it in context of what the Bible says about desiring the gift. If we want this gift, we should ask for this gift. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the desire I'm talking about. It's not not like you you get. Mm. Uh Mm. So uh, then there are those who desire it, who have it, who also have it. And then there are those who believe everybody should desire it. (laughs) (laughs) And then there are those who believe that everyone must have it. Mm, you get mm, So yeah. we see that the, the two extremes is you shouldn't have it mm. and you must have it. Mm. Those are the two extremes. And then there's not like a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's not a spectrum there. And we have to find balance not to be in one of those two extremes. Mm. Mm. Now, there's a chance that someone who's listening to this podcast actually belongs to one of those two extremes. <laughs> and um, uh, I really don't even know what to, how to say this, but it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> but Pretty much for everybody. Cause... Some people are not. For the extremists, it's going to be very bumpy. Uh, for some, yeah. yeah, they are almost there, so yeah, it's not yeah. just to put like one leg I'm, forward. I'm pretty much. <laughs> or step a little bit to the right. I'm, a, a I'm at that. Right. I'm neither of them when it comes to the extreme. Mm-hmm. So you, you just have to maybe scooch yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. But for so, those who are like far right or far left, like they're going to yeah. have to move. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. going to be uncomfortable. And, you know, they're going to have to like begin to now see things differently. And 
honestly, when you've you know believed something for a very long time and Athens has become a part of your lifestyle, to just hear someone tell you that it's wrong can be very offensive to you. Like, yeah, you'll be yeah. offended. I just hearing it. Like someone telling me putting egg in noodles is wrong. It's wrong. Bro, no, man. It's wrong. It's wrong. On so many levels, it's wrong. I don't know why this is even... Why we're talking about this. It's, it's clearly wrong. <laughs> like, it, it's clearly wrong. Why, why would you break egg... Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, let's stay on track, please. Okay. No more eggs. So, um... Uh, well... <laughs> so yeah basically those are the two extremes you don't you shouldn't have it and you must have it now the the reason like, like i said earlier, the reason why we need to like get a balance on this thing and actually like know what the bible says about it and be like have a proper understanding of scripture regarding this like looking at scripture without any filters without any um, coming, not reading scripture with, um, what I say, pre, with our minds made up. Because if I, if I, if I, want, if I want scripture to say this, I will, I will make it say this. Meanwhile, it's not actually saying that. I'm forcing it to say that. I'm forcing my own narrative on the Bible, which, you know, isn't what we as Christians should do whatsoever. So, um, why? Why, is this, why does this matter? Well, for starters, we as Christians, we're actually meant to be um, seekers of truth. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're actually meant to be seekers of truth and um, lovers of truth as well. So that means we should love the truth and seek after the truth, even though, you know, it can, it can wreck our world and everything we've believed whatsoever. Nonetheless, we should seek after it and, you know, preach the truth whatsoever. I'm pretty sure because... What is love without truth, honestly? Like, what is love without truth? <laughs> it's it's it, it's not worth it. Like, we can't say we can't separate truth from love. Truth is a part of love. Yeah. If we love people, then we must tell them the truth. Yeah. If we love ourselves, then we must believe the truth. Yeah. If we love God, then we must accept His truth. Bam. <laughs> so, like, like it goes in every direction. God, us, our neighbors. Yeah. So. It is, um, it is important that we get these things right. Because telling someone something that isn't true can be very devastating. It can yeah. cause problems. In the, in the long term, in the yeah, long run. Like it can cause serious problems and, you know, things that honestly you never really wanted for that person. If you had known better, you wouldn't have done it. Mm. You get so it is, it is very important that we know the truth, not just for ourselves, but for the people around us. Because at some point, we're going to have to teach someone. Yeah. Whether we say, oh, I'm not, I'm not the head of my Sunday school department or whatever, or I'm not a teacher in my church, you know, all those kind of excuses. Forget that. If you are a Christian, at some point, you are going to have to teach someone. Because someone is going to come and ask you a question. And, and that's where it becomes... I'll use the word deadly because it's going to be generational. And because like, that person will most likely go and tell someone else. Yes. Someone I just keep spreading and spreading and spreading and, and spreading. And it's worse when the person you're talking to respects mm. you. Hey. So they will take in everything like, you this say. This person said this. 
anything right. or anything that and, and people might be like oh i'm not i mean i'm not in, in, on, on the pulpit so like mm. no one respects me but you're basically wrong ah not sure like your people who like, actually definitely someone that looks would respect yeah that looks up to you and respect anything you say you say to them so it's like really important for us to like watch what we say and how we understand this and I make sure that we are on track and we know the truth. Regarding it. Regarding speaking tongues for this particular topic, that is. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to talk about um, the our own personal view on, views on this thing and what we've gotten from the Bible and we're also going to dissect scripture as well. We're going to open of obviously verses and talk about these verses properly and you know like i said not come with our own narratives and force our own narratives on on the, on, the, on scripture but rather read scripture's narrative and you know help you see what the bible is saying at least get close very very close because once again we're not perfect men but we would try our best to get as close as possible to so what it's actually saying I, I want I want to clear something before going you know, um Christian will be speaking more on this topic and that might sound off because he doesn't speak in tongues. So it's like bro, you're no. not you're not from our country. <laughs> uh, so why are you like speaking? So the the reason why is um I'll li- I'll explain it in different ways. Number one, from my kind of person and how you know my christian how say my christianity but the way the work is is i've been called for a different purpose so there's certain conversations i'm not like meant to dive into but share a point either ways mm-hmm. in it um please don't lose focus just pay attention and hopefully we pray the holy spirit will minister to you as well i will speak as well but pretty much 60 to 70 percent of the voice you'll be hearing is from him and i'll be like you know chipping in uh, in between so yeah this is just to give context of how the conversation will go um do leave comment and you know share your thoughts as well this is not just us speaking all through it's something that i believe is really important it's like you know being from Nigeria, like coming from Nigeria, and someone is from the U.S., and I mean we're obviously from different country, but there is a reason why you should eat amala, and we do instead of begiri, you know, like stuff like that, that kind of thing. But these are two people from different countries, so the point is, he has a point that I want people to listen to. Okay. Like I said earlier, I speak in tongues. He doesn't. But then you're like, why that so, Why some, someone who doesn't speak in tongues have an opinion on this? Just listen. All right. All right. Thank you, Franklin. So, um, I, I was just, I would just mention a couple of the misconceptions or what I say, um, some of the beliefs that, uh, popular beliefs about speaking in tongues, which are act, actually aren't true. We will dive into these, um, beliefs one after the other um so this is actually going to be like broken down in parts it's not going to be like um 
what's that word? Uh, it's, it's not going to be one thing. We're not going to be able to finish this like in one episode. Absolutely. We're going to we're going to do multiple. So this is basically part This is like part one. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be like this is definitely part one. Then we have like part two, part three. Yeah, keep going. So, um, one of the first misconception is um, that speaking in tongues is actually once again um, um, it's best for you to listen to this with an open mind (laughs) 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 because like is it's best for you to listen to this with an open mind and reason with us that's just basically the essence of, of this podcast we're not trying to force you you know to believe what we believe but we want you to reason and see what we are trying to say you get reason with us not to i mean to just not reason with us is to be like to just segregate us and say oh these people believe different from me so like no i'm not even going to reason with these guys i'm just going to i'm just going to like you know not even listen to whatever they have to say so please have an open mind this is going to be hard for some of you but it's going to be rewarding like i like we said it's important that we as christians know the truth speak the truth and live the truth because i mean if people are watching us and we are going to have to teach someone these things someday we don't want to teach people wrong things it can be very devastating to these people so um so uh, now let's get back to the, the main topic. So the first one is, is um, the idea that speaking in tongues was actually the first um, sp- spiritual gift to come into existence. And sorry, the the, the um, how I'm not but this would I say the new the oh yeah, sorry the only new spiritual gift to come into existence after Christ ascended to heaven. That's one of that's one belief. It's not very popular, but it's there nonetheless. That speaking tongues are actually the first, the only new spiritual gift to come into existence after Christ ascended to heaven. That every other gift had already been existing before Christ ascended to heaven. So why do you think that? Why? No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not going to go down yet into it. Okay. I just want to list, like, give, list them out. Right, I mean, okay. I, I can add to this list later on as time goes on, but I just want to list them out. Um, there's also the uh, idea that... Um, uh, how would I put this? Diverse tongues. Yeah, that there is. I I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know the words they call these things. Someone told me there were, there were three. Someone explained to me there were three. There's diverse tongues. There's tongues for ministry, and then there's tongues for um, I don't know. Was it prayer or something like that? And it's it's, it's, it's really confusing, honestly. <laughs> so so basically, I think the person kind of made. I mean, we've never talked about this part, but there is like you say, you know, diversity of tongues. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where he got the idea that there's tongues for prayer and ministry, but diversity of tongues are there like certain people who, um, okay, this no, is basically this I, is basically going to lead to something else. Yeah. I think I think I should explain what you mean by diverse okay, tongues. Okay, okay, like heavenly language, where Paul says, "If I speak." In the, the words of angels, uh, was it what was it again? First Corinthians yeah, thirteen. Corinthians yeah, 13. when he says, "If I speak in in, a, in, yeah, in, in tongues in of angels, language. yeah, yeah, yeah." That was his concept of mm. you know, 
okay, um, okay. diverse tongues. Okay. Basically, not speaking human language mm. anymore. Okay. Speaking the, the language of that transcends yeah human. spiritual language basically okay. per se. Uh, then there's now the other. I'm, I'm just listing out. Yeah. Okay. Listing, go on. Yeah. Go on. Uh, then there's now the other one that when you are speaking in tongues, um, only like you are you are. Is it distracting? Have you how, how what's the word? They are confusing the devil. Yes, <laughs> when you speak in tongues. I, I do want to talk about that one as well. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you're speaking in tongues, you are confusing the devil. That's that's another misconception there. Like like I, like we said, we will address these things in depth. We'll go in and like pull out scriptures, explain the scriptures and stuff like that to prove that either this isn't to prove that basically this isn't true whatsoever. Yeah. So um, that you yeah, are confusing the devil. Uh, um, yeah, I, this one is, I, I believe, is the icing on the cake. All Christians must speak in tongues. <laughs> I want like this the icing on the cake. All Christians must speak in tongues. We know that one. Then the uh, um, although that all Christians must must speak in tongues can be broken down. There are some people are like that. Some people are like you don't. It's, it's not a must that you speak in tongues, but. You know, why don't you want to? It's like, it'd be cool if you did, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 it'd be cool if you did, though. Like, like we're, we're not saying that you must, like, if you don't speak in tongues, I know you're a Christian. I mean, some people will outrightly tell you that if you don't speak in tongues, you're, you're not a Christian. You're still a baby Christian. Or, uh, or salvation is, I don't know, <laughs> spending. <laughs> spending approval. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Well, there are others that I know that are soft, and they are more soft and gentle than they'll be like, it'd be cool if you did, though. As <laughs> you get. So, and then there is now, um, I believe the, there's one more. There is one more. Um, I think I think this other one also relates to the fact that all Christians must speak in tongues, which is um, uh, speaking in tongues is a sign of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Right, some people say it's the only sign. Some other people say it's the first and foremost sign. Like, these things have like little, little cat- just using different words. <laughs> some people say it's the only, others say it's the, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the first sign, not the only. Yeah, yeah. So there is like a large percentage that believe that As in, speaking in tongues is like the first sign. Of your salvation, but yeah. the that of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and there are some people um, that it is the, like the only sign. Yeah, um, are you done listening? Um, I, I think there's one more that keeps keeping my mind. Okay, um, I would I would list mine and we'll call that. We'll, it will be the last one for that would list today. Then the next topic would have that, so that we can get into the topic we'll be talking about today. All right, so um. Yeah, let me just list, like, let me just oh, say, oh, okay, okay, mine okay. is just one, and it's so upsetting, and and it is believing that speaking in tongue is the greatest gift, ah. or putting so much priority yes. in speaking in tongues. I I mean, I can just talk about that right now and drop the mic, and like, because <laughs> it's so upsetting, bro. Oh, gosh. Like, why is everyone talking about speaking in tongues when there is well today's not my day to talk right <laughs> so but i just want to let you guys know like when is my turn it is it's upsetting like it burns my heart 
that there are a lot, not just a lot, basically, just one, which I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you guys know where I'm going, but there is one that is greater than all these other things that we're talking about. But I won't mention that, that one, but we have stuff like Word of Wisdom. Do you know how useful and benefiting Word of Wisdom is? Do you know how the gift of interpretation is? So, like, we miss the fact that this gift is not for us to stand in front of people and tell them that we can speak something else other than our normal language. So there's not a form of pride instead of a servant spirit that... I have the gift. I have, I can speak. It's, like, it's annoying because they're not even refer- referencing it as a gift an- anymore. It's not like... Yeah, yeah, yes. It's all, um, they're presenting its own category. Like a badge you yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, I own It's like a trophy. Yeah. Because we need to understand that all these things, one, either benefit, like, benefit the church, basically, because, like, people, then, you know, stretch out to the people. It is for the glory of God. The moment we humble ourselves and realize that you don't have to pour this thing on me or make it bigger than it is. I'm not, you know, reducing the you know the power of speaking in tongues. There is power in it. There's also power in word of wisdom. There's also power in healing. There's also power in prophesying. But nobody talks about those ones. Just talk about speaking in tongues. Well, this is not my day. Chris, yeah. So, yeah, um, we're going to deal with um, the very first one I mentioned, which was speaking in tongues is the... Um, the only new spiritual gift to come into existence after Christ ascended into heaven. Um, like, like we said, we'll add more, you know, stuff to talk about as we go on. Uh, so yeah, the the issue with this idea that speaking in tongues is the, like the first, you know, new gift. Uh, sorry, the only new gift to come into existence is is actually like is wrong on so many levels. <laughs> because the thing is, is for us to make such a claim. Man, we have to know every single gift that exists. And the funniest thing is this. Nowhere in scripture are we actually given a full, a list of gifts. We are given, a, like now, don't get me wrong. Paul mentions gifts, but he doesn't give us a full list of gifts. It's like um, when you enter a class, you see the list of names. It's everybody's name that will be there. Everybody in that class that will be named. Everybody's, uh, everybody in that class name will be there. But I can mention names of people in that class. That doesn't mean I'm mentioning every single person in that class. So nowhere in scripture are we actually given a complete list of the, each gift that exists. In, we are not given such. But before we, before we even go further, let's go back and first talk about what exactly is you know spiritual gifts. What are spiritual gifts? Basically, a spiritual gift is either it's an ability that the Holy Spirit gives a person. He makes you he it's basically an ability that he gives you for you to be able to do something that not naturally you either can't do it on your own at all, or it be it would be difficult for you to actually do this thing. You get it's either you can't even do it. Or you can, but it will take you like years of practice and training before you can actually get to this level. You get 
before you can be this good. Not that you can't, but it will take you more time. So he, he gives you the ability to, to be able to do something that you naturally can't do on your own or you won't be able to easily do it on your own. Yeah. That's basically what the whole, that's what basically a gift is. It's an ability from the Holy Spirit. Empower the Holy Spirit empowering you to do something for God's glory. Now, empowering, that word is very important. Why? Because it's basically the Holy Spirit giving you power to do something, right? Yeah. And we know that God's power is unlimited. Absolutely. Like he never runs dry. His power is like never ending. Mm. Not not only is it never ending, we know that his power is unlimited. Yet, it doesn't have an end and there's nothing he can't do. Do you get? The Bible yeah. says and there's nothing impossible for God to do. I mean, he can do all things and his power is also unlimited as well. So he's, he's unlimited in every aspect, basically. You get? He's unlimited in every aspect. He doesn't run out of juice and he can do anything he wants to do. Yeah. When we put that into consideration, we now need to understand that the Holy Spirit can empower us to do literally anything he wants. If he wants to, he can. God can do all things. Doesn't mean God will yeah, do all yeah, things. Because I, I, I'm saying this now because some of you guys will be like, ah, if you say the Holy Spirit can empower us to do anything, then why is that if I pray to the Holy Spirit to give me the ability to fly? <laughs> you won't give me the power to fly. Do you need to fly? <laughs> how would that benefit the body? Basically? As in, how would that? Yeah, how would that benefit the body of Christ? Do you really need to fly? Like, how's that going to benefit anyone? Let's be honest. Do you really need to fly? <laughs> so God can do all things. Doesn't mean God will do all things. He has his standards. He has his um his. Uh, principles, yes. He has his principles that he lives by. That I can do this, but doesn't mean I will do it. Just because I can do it doesn't mean I will do it. Basically. Yeah, he, he only does what he wills. He doesn't do it just because he can. It's what he wills he will do. Not, oh, I can do this, so I will do it. So let's just keep that in mind. That is why the Holy Spirit cannot just give us the ability to do anything. Not because, like, you know... um he doesn't have the power to do it. Yeah. But rather, his principles will not allow him to do it. Yeah. That's just it. Now, let's go to the Old Testament. where we Let's look at some of the people in the Old Testament who had certain spiritual gifts that were actually quite fascinating. And um, some of you might want to argue that these things were not spiritual gifts, which is very funny and ridiculous because it was, I mean, like, they were spiritual gifts. If you compare what they had to what we have now, you see that it's literally basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, I also want to put this out there. If you're listening to this and you're part of the people that think the Old Testament is useless, ah, <laughs> please, <laughs> I won't say you should drop off, but I beg you change that mindset. The Old Testament still stands till today. Absolutely. All right. It's still very, very it's still relevant. Very relevant. Very. It still connects till this day. Still connects. That's all. Alright. So, um, take uh, one of the gifts I want to talk about is Elijah. And how Elijah was 
Was it Elijah? Yes, it was Elijah. How Elijah was able to outrun those horses, the chariot actually. Mm. How he was able to outrun them and get to the city before them. the chariot got to the city. Samson and his super strength as well. Yeah. Now, these two abilities were spiritual gifts. For Samson, it's very clear that Samson's ability was actually a spiritual gift. Whenever Samson needed to do something beyond him, whenever he needed strength to do something that was obviously beyond him, it, it was always written there. The Holy Spirit came upon him. The Holy Spirit came upon him. The Holy Spirit came upon him. Every time. I actually went to go and check this thing. And it was written there. The Holy Spirit came upon him. Before Samson could actually get, have the ability to do what he wanted to do. The only time it was actually not recorded was when Samson um, operated a gate and carried the gate with him to one to one destination like this yeah. but except for that one time it was never every other time that he did something great it was always recorded that the holy spirit came upon him mm. or he requested power from god mm. one of those i think when he died mm. and he, when he, when he uh, pushed the pillars yeah, yeah, he requested so. power from god yeah. yeah god gave him the power to do it mm. you know obviously the holy spirit came upon him the same thing yeah. even in that gate part there are two explanations it's either that gate was um wasn't too um, too big for him to carry, or the Holy Spirit did come upon him. You get. Yeah. Was it that the gate was actually not too big for him to lift by himself and put it and carry it with him, or he the Holy Spirit did come upon him, but it wasn't just recorded. You get. Yeah. So, have you like helped me? Can you help me find those verses? Um, I'm seeing Judges 14. Judges 14, right? Yeah. 7 to 15. I don't know if that's it. Judges 14. So uh, I, w- I want to pull out the verse. Uh, Judges, sorry. Judges? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Judges 14, right? Yeah. So, um, all right. So, um, Samson 14, verse. You said Samson. You said Samson. I thought you were I was looking for the book of Elijah. Um, <laughs> uh, Judges 14, verse 5. This is ERV. Samson went down with his father and mother to the city of. They went as far as the vineyards near that city. There, a young lion suddenly roared and jumped at Samson. The Spirit of the Lord came on Samson with great power. And you can check it in other parts. The same thing. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. Please quickly check for um, Elijah when he outran the horses. I also want to bring that one out. But before I go to Elijah, I want to now talk about the fact of one more important thing regarding Samson, which was Samson had a covenant with God. Mm. His hair. Oh, right. His hair was a covenant sign to God. Samson had a covenant with God. This is very important. It is very important. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Um, first, first King 18 verse 46. And it says, The power of the Lord came on Elijah and talking his cloak. Does that, that's enough. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah. Now, I don't know where exactly to pull out uh, Elijah's covenant with god but elijah surely had a covenant with god should we look for where elijah had either, he, either his covenant was obeying the law oh you get mm. his covenant was most likely obeying the law 
of the Old Testament, which was God's covenant to Israel, that if they obey his law, he will be with his people. And so Elijah obviously obeyed the laws. And so Elijah did have a covenant with God. Why, why is this important? We as Christians have a covenant with God. Obviously, it's not the same thing as their covenant with God. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, ours is a better one. It's um, it's basically what the Old Testament foreshadowed. That's what we have. We have the real deal. The real deal. They just had like a um, a better version of it. Let's just say something like that. They had a better version of it. But we have the real thing. Like the, the complete package. We have it. But nonetheless, we have a covenant with God. And God's spirit is with us because of that covenant. And that covenant is faith in Christ. And that we have been baptized into the death, burial, and resurrection, resurrection. of Christ. That is our covenant with God. An unbreakable covenant. That shows you that these guys could receive power from the Holy Spirit because they had a covenant with God. We can receive power from the Holy Spirit because we have a covenant. Do you not say that there's actually not much of a difference between us and them? Mm-mm. That theirs is actually a spiritual gift, just as much as ours is also a spiritual gift. Now, the only difference between theirs and ours is this: they don't have names for their own. Yeah, at least except for, for those, the fact that, like, for uh, Samson's uh, strength, that is basically no name. Mm. It's not a spiritual gift of strength. <laughs> I mean, we can give it a name. Yeah, you get because the names that are given to these gifts are not given by God. Okay. God didn't name them. Men named them. We are the ones that give them names. Yeah, Paul. The ones we know about. God yeah. didn't give them names. We gave these gifts names. So we can actually name it, but naming is not even the, the, the important thing. Mm. The thing is this, that Samson, Elijah, these guys had spiritual gifts that we have not seen. In our current time and age. So, let's pause. Let's pause. Let's all pause. Right, all right. We should know that this gift, these gifts are to glorify God. Why did Samson have that strength? No, no. I know why. No, no. no I'm, I'm not even asking you. It's oh, for oh, the oh, audience okay, okay, to okay, think. Okay, okay, okay. So, this is going to lead us to the fact that at that time, that gift was needed. Exactly, to, pres- yeah. to bring glory to God and to also push God's narrative. Yeah, Elijah's <laughs> speed, <laughs> super speed <laughs> was necessary so, that, so he, so like, to, ex- to, ju- sh- to show God's power at that moment and so he doesn't die as well. Samson was going to die though. He wasn't going to die. Oh. He just needed to get to the city. Okay, okay. God just gave him the strength to run. Yeah. And Samson was to show the strength of, of God. God. Like, all these things are to prove God's power and God's glory. Exactly. So whenever we're talking about gifts, we're not talking about what we've achieved, like the ability to do this thing. Exactly. So I can speak in tongues, so I'm on a whole different level than you. Bro, we, we are covered by the same blood, fam. Awesome. Like, bro, what you saying? <laughs> there are no, there's no levels to this thing, please. Yeah, there is no level <laughs> to no this levels thing. To this thing. So, um... Now, the reason why all this my explanation is important is because Samson's gifts and Elijah's gifts are gifts that we haven't seen in our current age and time. Mm. No one possesses this gift. So, have we, are we not going to say God cannot give people the strength he gave Samson? 
or he cannot give Elijah the speed he gave. I mean, he cannot give someone the speed he gave Elijah. Obviously, he can't do this if he wants to, but he but he won't. Or, I mean, he may in the future. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what the future holds for Christians. You get so he may give out some someone this gift for a specific purpose. Yeah. So I can't really say that he won't. But the but the point here is, we we still haven't seen this thing. There's a chance he may, and there's a chance he won't. You get because we mm-hmm. don't know. And at the end of the day, there isn't a list of spiritual gifts. But then, so I was looking at First um, Corinthians twelve, basically. So this is how Paul starts the conversation. Yeah. Therefore, no, sorry, that's verse three. Verse one, now concerning what comes from the spirit, brothers, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you used to be led off to the idols that could not speak. Therefore, I'm informing you that no one speaking by the spirit of God says Jesus is cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, now there are different gifts. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm actually getting to that part. There's something I want to show in that part. Okay, okay. All right, go on. Oh, okay, so, so when it says now there are different gifts, you read on. If you read, because some people actually say there are only nine gifts. Should I, should I read on? No, no, no. That's what I like. Okay. Nine, some people say there are only nine gifts. Which are the nine gifts that Paul mentions in this particular chapter. That when I, I googled, I was saying 12 and 6. <laughs> some people will tell you that it's nine. Others will tell you this. Anyways, he mentions yeah, a couple after. Yeah, yeah. He says, now nah, read it. Read that part. Please. So verse 7, a demonstration of the Spirit is given to each person to produce what is beneficial. To one is given a message of wisdom nah, through the Spirit. You see that Paul is not saying, and these are the nine gifts. Yeah. And, yeah. All, and these are all the gifts. And these are, you know. And this them. is the gifts of of God to his children. Mm-hmm. You get like the way he says these are the mm-hmm. fruit of the spirit. Now listen, listen, this this is what is actually an boss in my head. In that same verse seven, he uh-huh. says, A demonstration of the spirit is given to each person. Each person, let's go back to Samson and Elijah. Each person. Yeah, they, All right. they didn't All right. have his gifts. Okay, let's go on. So that means something Elijah gives is supposed to be in this list. It's supposed to be in this list, basically. But you now see the you now see the issue. Everybody Mm -hmm. is designed to speak in tongues. What I really want to point out. Hold on, please don't mis don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying you know like go into your closet and have some brain and design. If that is not going to be beneficial, God will give it to you for that. (laughs) Yeah, that's how to clarify. (laughs) So, anyways, what I really want to point out is that the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Due to the fact that God can enable us to do anything. Mm. So, we really can't have a list. You get. Mm. We really can't have a list because we don't know what else God can... Any, anything we can think, God can actually give us the ability to do that. If he wants to. So, like, he, his power is unlimited. Then the list is literally unlimited. If we're being honest. Yeah. Because it's not about what we can do. Mm. It's about what he can do. Yeah. You get. So mm. the list is basically endless. And so for us to claim that speaking in tongues is the only new gift is actually very flawed. Because we are thinking, because to think that way, we must know all the gifts that exist. But we don't. Do you see? Mm. Because mm. we don't know the end of that list. 
Not to mention, not to mention, if you're speaking, if you say speaking in tongues is the only new gift. Last time I checked, nobody was interpreting anybody's tongues back in the Old Testament. <laughs> so you have to say speaking in tongues and interpretations of tongues. Uh, are actually the only new gift. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Instead yeah, of yeah, just yeah, saying yeah, speaking yeah. in tongues is the only yeah, new gift. Yeah, 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 bro, 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 bro. <laughs> like, that's bro. the crazy part. That's the crazy part. That's so that, that, like, brings it all down to the fact that we lay so much emphasis. Exactly, and we forget. Oh, on just one. Yes. And we forget that there's another one there. There's like, another one that goes hand in hand because we Paul did. always talk about the both of them. As in Paul literally mentions it. And if so, if you're saying spirit tongues is the only new gift, then what about interpretation of tongues? I mean, up until Christ went to ascend, ascend him, nobody spoke in tongues. Yeah, yeah. And nobody interpreted like Because that. I mean what are you interpreting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not interpreting anything. So until Christ ascended. Speaking in tongues came, yes. Jeez. But the interpretation of tongues came too. Bruh. And now, even in that list, in that first Corinthians 12, that yeah. is not the only list that is in the Bible. Paul in another part of our forgotten way. Yeah, uh, yeah. He mentions another list of, of, of gifts again. Mm. And there are some gifts he mentions that he doesn't mention here. Mm. So I mean it's either Paul is a confused man. Yeah. Paul, I mean, it's simply it's either he's a confused man. Or he's not confused. He himself, he knows that um, there is no end to this list. He himself knows there's no end to this list. And so, he, he basically just avoids giving you a list. He just mentions what he knows. Mm, rather, yeah. than, rather than giving you a, see, oh, this is the list of gifts. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> you get, instead of doing that, he just tells you what you need to know. So, guys, we're going to have to bring this to an end. <laughs> We've gone beyond our, our time limits. And um, so, we are basically dealt with the first one, which is the fact that speaking in tongues is not the only new gift to come into existence after Christ ascended. There are more gifts that will keep on coming that, you know, will basically blow our minds. Because when Christ himself said that we will do more exploit than he did. I mean, if we're going to do more exploit than he did... <laughs> It doesn't mean we're going to do new things. And so we can't say speaking tongues is the only new one. As in, so basically, I I hope you, you you have, like, I don't know, listened to us with an open mind. And at the same time, seen what we are basically trying to point out in this in this first part. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next, in the next one. Peace. Peace.